You're listening to A Culture Story on the audio version of the TIE. Thanks for listening. The TIE is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetie.ca and become a TIE builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel at any time. Let's share. A Visit to Union Gospel Mission By Steve Burgess, December 21, 2022 The day I drop into the Union Gospel Mission turns out to be a particularly hectic one. Some of the heightened activity is expected, some is circumstantial. The UGM is busy prepping for its biggest annual event, Christmas dinner, to be held on December 3, just five days away. We're hoping to serve about 2,500 to 3,000 meals in a single day. We will have over 100 staff working and close to 200 volunteers, UGM's Nicole Mucci tells me. It's our first time having a Christmas meal back inside since COVID-19 happened, and we're really excited to have that broader sense of community. And with the weather the way it is, we are really happy that people can have somewhere warm where they can come in and just be together and create community to celebrate the holidays. As the preparations continue, the sidewalks outside the building at 601 East Hastings Street are turning white. Vancouver is getting its first big snowstorm of the season. For the past two and a half years, UGM had been serving up their meals to go. The Thanksgiving Day holiday in 2022 was the first UGM meal that happened indoors since the pandemic began, Muchi explains. People were so happy to be back inside and just be together. So much has changed over the past few years. So many people have lost their lives or lost loved ones due to the drug poisoning crisis and the SRO fires. There's been so much chaos and upheaval in many people's lives that being able to come together in moments of celebration can really spark hope. The kitchen is downstairs at the downtown Eastside facility and will be abuzz with activity for the early Christmas feast. We have a full team of chefs and then the volunteers, I think we have 198 confirmed volunteers, Muchi says. Saturday, everybody will be here bright and early. Our head chef Randy Spark has been at UGM for over 20 years and he still gets excited every time. A Real Christmas Experience Meanwhile, the inclement weather that would soon be dominating nightly newscasts means all systems go at UGM. When we see cold weather like today, we try to make sure we can utilize our 92-bed shelter, Muchi says. We make sure that every one of those beds is full. We send our mobile mission rescue vehicles out to connect with folks. If we have the staffing, we like to send our outreach teams to do street walks and connect with folks in the neighborhood let them know that there is shelter here, or other shelter spaces and warming centers. We might keep open our cornerstone drop-in center for longer so people can stay warm. When our shelter is too full, we try to make sure we have toques, mittens, and these sacks, called bivy sacks, you can put them on your sleeping bag, and it keeps it dry and traps heat. Lately, shelters and drop-in programs at UGM have been consistently full. One thing we are worried about heading into the winter is how many people we will have to turn away, Muchi says. We want to make sure we have that survival gear on hand because there's just so much need right now. That's short-term action. 
UGM plays the long game too, especially since it opened the Women and Families Recovery and Housing Center at 616E Cordova in January. The center offers a sanctuary program for single women as well as women with children. There are three floors of housing, plus childcare, after-school homework clubs for kids, and courses in cooking and parenting for the mothers, as well as help with going back to school themselves, if that's what they want. Research shows that for folks who go through a recovery program, if they are able to live in a recovery-oriented setting for about five years and maintain their recovery, once they hit the five-year mark, they are at the same level, in terms of health and stability, as someone in the general public, Muchi says. The Christmas meal is not the only seasonal program the UGM offers. Inflation has meant more families than ever are struggling this year, and Muchi is particularly excited about an initiative called Gifts of Hope. Rather than putting together standard hampers for families, the program offers options with a Christmas Gifts of Hope store, where parents can shop for holiday gifts for their families for free. It's a lot more empowering for parents to come in and feel like they have choice and autonomy when picking out Christmas presents, she says. So this brilliant team of staffers created Gifts of Hope. We have a space we rent, and we set it up like a shop. Over 300 families are ready to come in for a typical Christmas shopping experience. They have a personal shopper who shows them what's available. We can wrap the items for them or they can take wrapping paper home with them if they'd like. It feels like a real Christmas experience. Muchi adds that instead of giving parents what some would envision as a traditional Christmas meal, UGM provides gift cards to go grocery shopping. Because every family is different, she says. Some have food restrictions or allergies, or perhaps they just have different traditions. Muchi says the public can go online and sponsor items that are needed for the Gifts of Hope Christmas Hamper Store, noting that there is a long waitlist of parents in need. Since 1940, the UGM has been helping people living with poverty, including those experiencing homelessness, women fleeing violent relationships, single parents, folks who have lost their jobs, people with substance use issues, and more. Services include providing food, shelter, and clothing, alcohol and drug recovery, employment counseling, affordable housing, and support for children and families. Connect with people one life at a time. And while some might wonder about that middle word in the Union Gospel Mission name and whether that means UGM's community work is a cover for an ongoing evangelical campaign, Muchi tells me that is not the case at all. We've been a part of the downtown Eastside community for 82 years. Through that time, we have grown to know the people who we serve and what their needs are. And our goal is to connect with people one life at a time, she says. It might be poverty, it might be homelessness, it might be addiction. They might be working on reuniting with their children. They might be struggling with understanding the bureaucratic paperwork that goes with replacing stolen ID, or any number of things. Our goal is to walk alongside them, let them decide what journey they're on, and try to assist them meaningfully. No hidden agendas here. As the UGM says in its fundraising campaigns, it often all begins with a meal. Outside the building the snow is coming down harder and the mission trucks are out on the street. Downstairs in the kitchen, it's prepping time. 
They'll be roasting the turkeys on Thursday and making the dressing, cranberry sauce and all of that kind of thing on Friday, Muchi says. Everybody's buzzing with excitement. If you or someone you know is in need of help or wants to find out more information about UGM services, it's all online. And if you'd like to share via the United Gospel Mission, here are some ways to do so. Thanks for stopping by the Taiyi today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the Taiyi.ca and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taiyi builders who made this story possible.